1: Brian Zimrack. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 129. I'm your host, Brian Zimrack, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on upcoming movies, sequels, remakes, uh, upcoming movies, TV and DVD releases, and our interview segment. And this week we have angela cartwright of course angela was in make room for daddy and she was in lost in space and she was in the sound of music and this saturday at the california independent film festival's monthly classic film showing they're going to be showing the sound of music with angela cartwright there it's going to be saturday september 18th at seven o'clock in moraga california all right so you might want to check that out if you're in the area and angela's going to be there but Angela's our guest this week, so stick around for that. That's coming up in a few minutes. Don't forget to join us on Facebook. Uh, all sorts of different things. Go to onscreenabeyond.com, Get all the information. Check out our reviews, our movie reviews, our uh, book nook, and all those things. And it, it's just so many things you can do on there. So check it out. onscreenabeyond.com, You can hear all our old shows with all our past guests. Great interviews. And it's all right there at onscreenabeyond.com. Well, It is time. we got to get into remakes. Coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond.
0: Please hang up and try
1: again. Remake Madness. Well, it's R.L. Stein's books, Goosebumps, that is heading to the big screen. With over 100 books, it looks like the kids could have a lot of movies and sequels in this series of Goosebumps. And The Flash is now moving into the big screen. Writers are completing the treatment for the film. And Stephen King's Dark Tower... His book, uh, books rather, are going to be going into the big screen once again, and on TV at the same time. So it's kind of an interesting thing. So check that out. And coming up next on On Screen Beyond, upcoming movies. Upcoming movies, well, it looks like a biopic of the life of gangster Al Capone is in the works. And they say it will cover the time from his start in Brooklyn to his days in Illinois. And Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jason Bateman are scheduled to start shooting on a film called The Change-Up. It's about a married guy who switches body with his slacker buddy. Sounds like a good one. And uh, Ian McGregor and Naomi Watts will star in The Impossible. It's a movie based on the 2004 tsunami in Indonesia. That's it for upcoming movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City for what's coming your way as far as sequels from On Screen and Beyond. (music) Sequel City, well, Resident Evil 5 is now in the works. It's hot off the heels of Resident Evil Afterlife, which is uh, the number four movie. And let's see, Sherlock Holmes 2 is moving along, and it seems Naomi Rapace uh, is uh, going to be starring. Uh, she's the star, of course, from The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and she's going to have the female lead in that film, Sherlock Holmes 2. And scripts are already in the works for Green Lantern 2, well before the release of the Green Lantern film. We'll see if that one follows up and actually gets made. Coming up next on On Screen be on TV on DVD. <laughs> As far as TV on DVD, November 23rd, Time Life will release *The Six Million Dollar Man*, the complete collection with Lee Majors, on DVD in a 40-disc set with 100 hour-long episodes and 17 hours of bonus material and on october 19th you can look for the bionic woman season one with lindsey wagner to arrive on dvd and be sure to check out our interviews with Lee majors and lindsey wagner on our reruns paid at onscreenandbeyond.com episode 48 and episode 90 respectively and let's see robert wagner's It Takes a Thief hits the shelves on February 2011 and also again be sure to check out our interview with Robert Wagner it's episode 77 at com, our reruns page that's it for TV on DVD coming up next on On Beyond, Movies on DVD Well, as far as movies on DVD December 4th, you can look for Twilight Saga Eclipse. It'll be arriving on DVD and Blu-ray, and uh, Toy Story 3 will hit stores on November 2nd with Woody and Buzz in the gang, and on November 9th, look for Ramona and Beesus to land on DVD. That's it for movies on DVD coming up. Next on on Screen to Beyond, our interview with Angela Cartwright and of course she was Linda Williams on Make Room for Daddy from 1957 to 1964 she was in The Sound of Music in 1965 and she was in Lost in Space from 1965 to 1968 as Penny Robinson it's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond (laughs) Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is an actress who spent her early years growing up in front of us from Make Room for Daddy with Danny Thomas to Lost in Space as Penny Robinson and, of course, her role in The Sound of Music with Julie Andrews. She has given us some wonderful memories on TV and film. This Saturday, September 18th, she will be appearing at the New Ream Theater in Moraga, California for a special showing of The Sound of Music. It's Angela Cartwright. Angela, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hi, thanks. Now, Angela, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. I, I feel like I like you say, I grew up with you watching you on TV and everything over over time. Um, but uh, the sound of music, let's start with that. this event that you're going to be back, be at in at the new Ream Theater, That's a seven o'clock showing that people uh, can go to and I presume you'll be doing q and a, a, a Q&A after the after or before one or the other.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's going to be a great event. Uh, I mean, I wish I could be there for that. <laughs>
0: well, I hear the theater is just beautiful and it's um it's it's kind of neat to see the movie on the big screen. It's a different experience than watching it on your television. Yeah.
1: You, you must see it often though, don't you? The uh, do people have you at a lot of events where you can see it.
0: Well, let's just say I've seen it quite a few times. <laughs> 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 yes. Do
1: you ever tire of watching it though?
0: Well, there's certain scenes in it that I just love to watch. I never get tired of. And I think that's the reason that this movie has been so popular, you know, and has lasted over the years because there's scenes you can just watch again and again and again.
1: Oh, yeah, it's such a great film. Of course, the
0: music's beautiful. The locations were fantastic. You know, it's a story I think families love um, and it appeals to them. And certain people relate to certain um, characters that are in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh, it, it's been great. Nobody had any idea it would be such a popular movie, and it just has lasted all these
1: years. Yeah. Now, how did you come about getting the part?
0: Well, I had been on the Danny Thomas show for seven years. Of course, yes. And, uh, you know, it was the last season. Uh, Danny had, uh, we were actually way up there in the ratings, but Danny had done the show for 11 years. And so he he decided to call it quits. So... I was going to be out of a job, so I, you know, went on an interview just like every other uh, person who was, you know, trying to get an acting role, and uh, they cast me as Brigitte. No, so I went right from the series into filming that and off to learning the the songs and the dances and uh, flying to Austria to film it.
1: Wow, that must have been a thrill to be able to go to Austria.
0: Yeah, it was. Well, I was actually born in England, but. There's nothing like Salzburg. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous, and it's it's just the same today as it was then.
1: Yeah. Now, how old were you when you got that part?
0: I was 11. I turned 12 on the movie. Wow. I was actually 10, but mm-hmm. I was 11.
1: Yeah. Did you, did you know any of the other cast members? Had you ever worked with any of them?
0: No, none of them. We were all strangers, but we hit it off really well. Um, right from the beginning, I became friends with Heather. Mm-hmm. Our uh, mutual interest was uh, the Beatles. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we uh, it was great to be working with other kids.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, now, you brought that up, so and I was going to bring that up a little bit later on, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about that. Uh, uh, Heather was actually a guest on our show last year and uh, we we talked to her about the sound of music and everything. Um, but uh, I, I noticed, and there's always a lot of things on the Internet, she can't, you don't know if they're true or not, but on the Internet it said that uh, you were a distant cousin of Heather. Is that true?
0: No, that's not true. I, I don't know. know who started that or why. Yeah. It's, we weren't related at all.
1: Yeah, it's funny how these things pop up and, you know... <laughs> and
0: then it becomes fact. I right. it's weird.
1: That's why I like to clear things up, you know. And then it, it also said um, that you introduced Heather to the Beatles.
0: Well, I might have done that. I was certainly a Beatles fan. Um, I don't remember how it came about. I know that my sister... Loved them also, so I had been listening to their music all along.
1: Mm-hmm. Of
0: course, they were at the height of their popularity during the you know nineteen sixty four, right? And coming to America and all of that, so um, I might have caught her up in Beetle Fever. <laughs> um, I don't really remember, but I do know that we both loved them. Yeah,
1: did you ever get to meet them?
0: I did. Oh, I you got did to meet them um, a couple times actually. Once um, was at a party, uh, which was. Uh, God, I was I was so excited. It was just so great, you know, to sure. actually uh, see them there. And then um, the next time was at uh, Paul's uh, then-wife, Linda Eastman. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a photo show, and I've always been involved in photography. So I went to that gallery showing, and he, he was there, and uh, Paul McCartney was, and he was just a real nice guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, of the four Beatles... Was there a favorite that you had when you were young?
0: Yeah, it was Paul.
1: Oh. <laughs> so you yeah, must have been, I was
0: a Paul fan. You,
1: you must have been thrilled when you got to meet him later on.
0: I know. I mean, it, It's so interesting. I mean, they just changed the world, you oh, know, yeah. in music. And if you were of that era, um, and my kids grew up loving the music. I mean, there's always been music in my house, so um, they know all the words to all the songs, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it, it was just a, a great... Era for music, I
1: think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, getting back to the sound of music. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) um, With the the sound of music, now here you are, uh, you know, 11, 12 years old in Austria. Uh, Did you get a chance to see all the scenery and the the sights and everything while you were there?
0: Well, we actually had a school teacher. Um, We had to do three hours of schooling a day, and uh, she incorporated our surroundings and the history um all in our school work wow. so we did go to all the different uh, sites that there are around there which was great um you know to be able to see that and then we have to write about it you know it was kind of our our geography lesson mm-hmm. so uh yeah we were able to enjoy our surroundings and um i actually was able to go back again as an adult uh heather and i did a show called movie lovers road trip and we visited all the locations sound of music was shot And uh, that was great, to go as an adult. But everything looked exactly the same, except smaller. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I remember it being a lot larger when I was 10. But everything looks exactly the same. If you ever go to Salzburg and you actually see the locations, like Mirabelle Gardens, where we did Do-Re-Mi, and Mm -hmm. all of that, you'll absolutely be able to know where we shot certain things, because it's identical.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, do they, you know sort of hook you in as a tourism thing nowadays, that this is where the Sound of Music was, was filmed and all that sort of thing? Or
0: Oh, yeah. There's um, there's tours. There's Sound of Music tours because we did shoot all over Salzburg. Yeah. And uh, we actually took that tour just to see if they were on the up and up. <laughs> and um, they were. They had it pretty good, you know, and everybody sings. And it's a happy group when you take that that tour because they're usually Sound of Music lovers. They know all the words to all the songs. Right. So actually, seeing the locations is really
1: cool. Yeah. Now, being uh, a lot of singing in the in the movie, uh, did you have experience of singing, or were you just all of a sudden, you know, here you got to sing now, and here do this?
0: <laughs> no, I had uh, actually been singing since I was a kid, and dancing to tap and ballet and um, horseback riding, all those things. Um, so the singing part came pretty easy. I actually had cut a record when I was seven years old of an album called Angela Cartwright Sings. Sometimes you can find it on eBay. Oh, And yeah. um, so that came pretty naturally to me. But, of course, one of the prerequisites for getting the part was, can you sing? Right. Because the Von Traff family can sing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we did. We did our own singing in the movie.
1: Yeah. Did, are there any memories that are you know, really stand out for you from the film when you were filming it?
0: Well, there are quite a few of them. And actually, we're working on uh, a, a book. Oh, So good. Uh, that's something that uh, it'll be out next year. And um, that's something that uh, will have a lot of the inside scoop. It's from our point of view oh. uh, as the kids.
1: Now, is this just you writing it or or all no, of you? No, it's all of us. Oh, wow. That should be an interesting book then. It should be. Yeah
0: think uh, sound of music lovers will really really enjoy it
1: oh yeah and you know they show the film every year on tv and it's like you know they don't do that to many films <laughs> I mean, you know i can name three or four films they do that each year with you know the wizard of oz and and uh you know maybe the ten commandments and things but you know that's the sound of music is every year they show it and it's you know they do um and
0: it's it just stands the the test of time, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, and of course, most people have it in their collection anyway, so you know, right. on DVD. But
0: it doesn't matter. You still get sucked in it's if you true. turn the channel and you see
1: it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you could you could watch it, uh, you know, on your DVD. But you know, it's there, and you got to watch it. It's it's just such a such a great film. And uh, now, with the Sound of Music. Okay, here you are. Uh, you're you're doing all these different things, and and you're out there. When you came back to the United States after filming it did you want to go back you know to the to Austria or
0: well actually um, yeah I I mean I would have gone back in a heartbeat um, but I didn't for quite a while Um, but we we have been back since and we actually when we re-released the movie about every five years you know there's a re-release of the movie and uh, I did go uh, you know with the whole gang and we went back Um, so that that's kind of cool but it was then neat to go back again as even an older adult and enjoy it
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast, lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Now, did you get uh, a chance to meet all of the actual people that you were portraying in the film?
0: Well, my character, unfortunately, had already passed away. Um, I'm not sure how many were alive when the movie was first made, mm-hmm. but we have stayed in contact with um, Maria, who is not the Maria in the movie. It's kind of confusing. She actually was the character that Louisa played. Um, my character was Hellwig. I always want to say Hedwig, like the owl in Harry Potter, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's Hellwig. Um, where they changed the name to Brigitte, and probably because nobody could remember Helwig. Um, but it, all the characters' names were kind of changed.
1: Oh, okay, I didn't know that. There is
0: a Von Trapp, uh Lodge, though. It's in Vermont. In Vermont, yeah. And uh, actually, we all got together last year, and we planted an apple tree there in honor of Johannes, who is one of the Von Trapps. Hmm. Um, It's a lovely place to go, a great resort, um, and wonderful skiing, of course, because it is in Vermont. Um, And it was just great to see everybody, and the next generation, um, you know, has kind of taken over. And there's little villas there, and uh, it's lovely. It's just really a a wonderful place.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Now, uh, as far as, uh, naturally, like you say, you you started working... um, on the Danny Thomas show in uh, 1957, right, for, uh, till 64?
0: Um, I was four, so 52. Four years old.
1: Yeah, now, two, three, four. <laughs> so six. Oh, wait, two, yeah,
0: 1956 I started. 56,
1: okay. Now, did you, uh, I mean, at that age, naturally, you didn't say, oh, I want to be an actress, or did you?
0: <laughs> no, it was kind of, um... A neighbor, when we moved to America, because I was born in England, my mother always wanted to come to America, and um, our next-door neighbor I said, boy, your kid should really meet this agent. My kid works for, you know, does commercials and stuff. And uh, we did, and she signed us, and we started working right away. My sister's Veronica Cartwright, who's mm-hmm. still an actress, and you see her in lots of things all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but still, we, uh, we started working right away. Hmm. but it wasn't something we planned my I don't come from a showbiz family my dad does sing or did sing um in england but uh it was never anything we came to you know kind of pursue it just kind of was fate
1: huh yeah and um with with Danny Thomas working with i mean of course, at that age, you didn't realize what a <laughs> what a famous actor he was and, and, and all this, but uh, as you grew older, uh, were you very close with Danny?
0: Yeah, you know, it was kind of like my second family. You know, I worked uh, every day with them, True. and then, yeah. you know, I had my own family that I went home to, but it was so totally different than my family because, you know, Danny was very kind of loud and had this sense of humor and... Um Of course, I was given lines to say that I would never dream saying in my own home. you know this is kind of precocious Linda who you know could get away with saying these zingers right but um it, yeah we were we were close i mean when you work together as a group like that, and you're together, we did like twenty six shows every season, so you're you know you have a relationship yeah. and um Danny was very inspirational to me. He really taught me all the ins and outs of um, comedy, you know, timing, Mm -hmm. listening for the audience, because we used to shoot it live every Thursday night.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, when you turned around and the show stopped, then they started it up again with Make Room for Granddaddy. Uh, Were you hesitant about going back to that, or did you, you know, jump at the chance when they, they announced it, or...?
0: Yeah, I was excited about it. You know, for one thing, I was a teenager. Um, it was uh, it was kind of cool. To, I certainly had no reservations about working with those people again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very unfortunate time to start a show. There was a writer's strike. There was a lot of, of problems um, within the union, stuff like that. And so it didn't. It only lasted one year, unfortunately, um, because I think the. The premise was was always a cool idea. I mean, Danny wanted to bring this kind of family show, and the problems that family shows you know what they have. Yeah. The Moral. There was always a moral to the show. Mm-hmm. They're very entertaining to watch. Yeah, can I, I can remember TV that show. Yeah. all on DVD, it totally been reworked and everything. It's really cool.
1: Hmm. And uh, now, of course, one of the most popular i mean it wasn't on as long as you know make room for daddy but uh it's it's a it's a classic tv show lost in space how did you get that part of penny
0: um i went on an interview i guess erwin allen had watched the danny thomas show but he didn't really know how old i was and uh i started that after sound of music and i went right on to that show um and cast as this you know astronaut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we were astronauts. <laughs> um, but that was kind of an intriguing uh, premise, because we were, you know, it, the space program was really capturing people's imaginations. Right. And the idea of a family being able to go and live in space was just a really, um, you know, a unique idea at the time. Uh, the first season was in black and white, which was a very kind of more serious season. hmm And then we went to color, um, for the second and third seasons, and it was a little, um, it got a little campier. Um, and it's become like this cult classic. I mean, people love the show. I, and people all over the world have watched it and just love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the only one that got me, though, was the, the, the monkey when you had, or whatever it was supposed to be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love the blue. <laughs> he was—he was—you uh, know—it it was a monkey. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was a chimpanzee with a hat on. Right.
1: <laughs> but it, it was a great show, and it, you know, and he uh, went
0: on to, to be the face mask for Planet of the Apes. Oh, really? Uh huh. He had quite a career. Wow. He was also in Doctor Hari.
1: Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah. 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 Huh. Uh, now, um, on that show. Uh, was there any shows, any episodes that were your favorite on, on that show?
0: Well, I loved my friend Mr. Nobody from the first season. I always thought that had just a very cool vibe about it. I, I just, I loved the story and, and you know, it, it was just a really cool episode. I loved the way it looked also. Um, there were a couple of other ones after that that were... Um, Kind of funny when I look back on them, you know. Promise Planet is a funny one. Um, when I got to dress up as a princess, that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were some some favorite episodes.
1: Were there any that you just said, "Oh, why do I got to do this"?
0: <laughs> oh, the Great Vegetable Rebellion. None of us could understand where that script had come from. Really? <laughs> uh, that was just over the top.
1: <laughs> it must have been so, a bunch of people sitting in a room, you know, a little out of it that night. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, that was really, really not a very good script. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: it's gone down as one of the worst shows ever. I oh, think, really? TV Guide or something. I know. <laughs> so it, it had its claim to fame.
1: But but the show was a great show. Everybody loved watching that show, and uh, you and Bill and and uh, Jonathan Harris and and just the whole cast was it was amazing. It was just you know just a fun show to watch.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: I noticed that, uh, you, you, well, you, you were in the Lost in Space, the movie. Uh, you played a cameo in that, right?
0: I did. Yeah. Um, they just uh, called to ask if, if uh, I would do this cameo. And, you know, it was time to kind of pass the torch to mm-hmm. the, the next person um, that was going to play Penny Robinson. Um, and that was fun. And it was a great trip. We went to London to shoot at Marta and me. were there. And we had a blast. Yeah. doing the filming, I think people really appreciated the appearance, you know, of uh, the old cast members. Yeah,
1: I always like to see, you know, see the cast, the original cast in it.
0: I know. I think it's a, a very kind of cool nod to the fans, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now,
1: was everybody asked to do do a cameo, or, or did some refuse, or do you know? Nobody
0: really refused. Um, the weird thing... Um, you know, Bill wanted to also be in it, but they cast uh, the part of Bill grown up with another actor, and that was just really weird to me. Mm. I never understood that. Yeah, um, I think that was a mistake on their part. Bill's a, a really good actor, and uh, I don't know why they did that.
1: Yeah, and Bill and still. Thought
0: it was weird that you know they would have him come back, but not be the character grown up. Uh, that was a very weird choice.
1: Yeah, and because Bill even still looks you know when you look at bill now he still looks you know that like like will
0: <laughs> i know i know it was very strange um but june was in it and uh mark was in it and, and jonathan
1: I, di- I didn't realize oh, no, all of you wasn't
0: were in it mark was in it though
1: yeah huh. yeah yeah It's. It, i mean i remember seeing the movie but i don't remember everybody i remember seeing you um, Mard is in it, and Martyr, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and June, and then uh, Mark plays the um, captain guy. Hmm. He he was quite good in it.
1: Yeah, and uh, so was it? Did it sort of bring back any memories when you were, you know?
0: No, because they were all new memories. I mean, the sets didn't look the same. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. We were
0: playing the same characters, so no, nah, right? They didn't bring back any memories. They
1: were just new memories being made. Right. Yeah. And now um I noticed that you've got a, a a new project that's coming out and it's called um I got my notes here somewhere <laughs> about uh, uh Elf Sparkle and the special red dress?
0: Oh, it's a um a cartoon.
1: Oh, it's a cartoon. Okay. Yeah,
0: and I was the voice of uh, Mrs. Cow in mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't know when it is coming out. I don't know where you got that information from. I haven't heard. Is, oh. is it coming out soon?
1: I don't know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that you were involved with it.
0: Well, actors are usually the last to know anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's something you did a, a while ago and then all, you know, all of a sudden. I did do it
0: a while ago. Really? I, mean, I think it'll be out for Christmas. That was my understanding anyway, but that's pretty soon. so Right, yeah. Uh, you can keep an eye out for it. Yeah. I love doing voiceover. It's it's very fun to do that. You like that? Uh
1: huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now you also did something. Uh, t- 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 I don't have it offhand. Uh, the with some of the other members of uh, Lost in Space, actually, the Bolt, um, uh, oh, the Bolt the who Bolt screwed Christmas?
0: Christmas. Yeah, that's a little um, off-color little cartoon. We also limited our our voices to that, but that's kind of one all sorts of little. Um, awards and stuff i think really but it's a, a very very short
1: yeah, kind of just a strange short. thing yeah and you and bill and we were all in that and we were jonathan yeah. harris yeah um, i know we have to be wrapping up here but uh, i do want to get into uh, just a quick thing about your uh, your artwork uh, where did that come about uh, you 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 actually have uh uh showings and everything right
0: I do. Um, You know, I've always loved art, and I've always been into photography. I've done it for years since I was a teenager. Um, And, you know, as my kids grew up, I kind of dabbled a bit more into uh, different things I could do with my photographs, and it kind of has emerged into, you know, really a love of my life. I I just love doing it. I've written three books, um, one called Mixed Emulsions, which is uh, um, altering... um, it has techniques for altering your photographs, you know, with oil or mm-hmm. acrylic or watercolor and different things like that. And then I collaborated with another artist, Sarah Fishburn, in two books called In This Garden and In This House, which, if you're into altered art at all, um, is just uh, really a, a feast for the eyes and uh, kind of is a, a take on home, what home means to 12 different artists and mm-hmm what garden means to 12 different artists. And they, they've done very well. Um, beautiful photography in them. So um, I, I've done those. I also do an art scene that uh, I put together with Sarah, and we put that out. It's called pasticcio Quartz, and that's um, three times a year. And that's uh, really fun. I, I think if I wasn't like an actor, I would probably be some kind of a uh, publisher or graphic uh, designer or something like that. that. I I love doing that, and we do it all ourselves. I do all the graphics of myself and um, all the writing, and and it's really interesting uh, stuff. You can find out all about these things on my website. I have an art website, (laughs) acartwrightstudio.com, and uh, it shows all different things. I've got a show coming up next month. Um, that's at a brand-new gallery opening up. And uh, if you want to know what's the latest with me, I blog.
1: Ah, I blog, okay. I
0: Twitter, I'm on Facebook. I'm just, you know,
1: You're really into the, the, wizard. The, the Internet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in your artwork, I noticed one thing. A lot of people go one direction, and that's the way their artwork is. But your artwork, uh, when I was looking it over, it's it's... It's all, I mean, it, it's there's colorful stuff, there's there's haunting stuff, there's the flowers of it. You know, I mean, you don't stick with, some people just do birds or just do flowers or things like that, but you, you continue with the whole range, and, and the feel of it is all different.
0: Well, it's it's very personal. It's like what I'm going through at the time. Yeah. Um, I'm like a big sponge right now. I just kind of soak up everything, and then I find it comes out in my, my art, so it does change. And so I call myself the unruly artist because I really don't have any rules. And that kind of freedom is just so great to be able to, you know, express yourself. Yeah. And I feel there's an artist in everybody, whether it's, you know, they're a cook or they're a, a, you know, photographer or they do paintings, whatever. Um, I couldn't stick with one thing. I just have to constantly experiment and find new ways to express myself. Yeah, so um, that's great. That's one of the parts I really, really enjoy about it. And if you're into altering art at all, um, you know, which is a mixed media kind of um, techniques, then you find that you just can can dabble anywhere you want to, and yeah. everybody can do it, whether they doodle or whether they, you know, are into watercolors or oils. I was never trained um, technically, mm-hmm. so I have no rules to break. I don't know what they are. That's the
1: best way to be. <laughs>
0: well, exactly. I think it's it's a very freeing experience. And, you know, in these years of my life, I just want to, you know, absorb everything around me and just uh, put it out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, two final questions, and they could be quick ones here. Um, your favorite TV show of all time, besides, you know, the ones that you were in. <laughs>
0: Oh, and they're not always my favorites. Um, you know, I loved 24. I thought it was fantastic. I, I loved the way it was edited. It was always exciting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think it was so well done that I forgave it any, uh, you know, steps out of reality that it, it took. Mm-hmm. I just was okay with it. Okay. I just loved that show. I tune in every week. Um, and, and watch it yeah. I also love uh, Glee which is um, a yeah, show that's popular. on now yep. I mean it's very exhilarating and fun to watch Yeah, love the characters and the music
1: I wonder if they'll ever do a Sound of Music show
0: <laughs> I think they should <laughs> yeah. I absolutely think they should <laughs> yeah.
1: now what about movies your favorite movie of all time
0: oh dear um, well I love epic movies mm-hmm. I love to be swept away and I always watch a movie I go into a movie um really wanting to kinda of get lost in it. Mm-hmm. Um and if I don't then I know it's not a very good movie because I'm one of those people that goes and really wants to like a movie. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I loved um Lawrence of Arabia. Classic. I loved The Gladiator. Yeah.
1: Um
0: I I those epic movies are my favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Angela, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. This has been fun.
0: Well, thanks for having me on your show.
1: And I know everybody is going to want to be in the area of uh, Moraga, California, at the New Ream Theater at 7 o'clock on Saturday for the Showing of Sound and Music. You're going to be there. It's going to be a great time, and everybody will enjoy it.
0: I think so. Um, I definitely think it would be a good time. So I hope everybody will come and visit my website and... uh, find out what's going on with me. It's always something happening. Yeah.
1: And we'll be sure to put a link on our website so people can click and just go right to yours. Great. Thank you, Angela, very much. Thank you. And I want to thank Angela so much for joining us. She was a great guest and a lot of neat stuff. She's a nice woman, and she's got a lot of stories to tell, and can't wait for her book to come out. That should be really interesting. And uh, you can check her website. We'll have a link to... uh, her website, and you can get all the information on what she's doing, where she's going to be, her artwork, and the whole works. It's uh, right there at OnScreenAndBeyond.com And that about wraps it up for another week, and we got another great guest coming your way next week, and uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook. Keep things, uh, uh, finding out information about what's going on. Make sure if you're not a friend of OnScreenAndBeyond or like us, whatever you want to call it, just go ahead and do that, and we'd appreciate that, and we'll keep you updated as what's going on. Of course, just go to On. OnScreenAndBeyond.com Get all the information Tells you when We're going to have guests We're going to have Another contest coming up And uh, all sorts of stuff So check it out on OnScreenAndBeyond.com Until next week This is Brian Zimrak. Take care <laughs>